different values. Hi, I'm Beck from Be Free Emotional Fitness Training, and I support women and girls to become emotionally stronger. And I'm Vern from Move Forward Mentoring, and I specialize in male mentoring, helping boys and men find their passion, speak from their heart, and build better relationships. And together we are Rekindling Relationships. We work with couples through mentoring sessions, as well as facilitating communication and creative workshops to build deeper connections. Welcome to our podcast designed to help you strengthen and bring more fun into your partnership, as well as create a more loving, healthy and strong connection. Hey everyone. Hey everyone. So today we're talking about different values and that is a big one, isn't it? It sure is. It can be a make or a breaker, different values. Yeah. And there's a whole lot of things which make up values in a relationship. This includes things like different religious values, different political values. How do you deal with those sort of yeah, that's a tricky one because they can be quite a passionate subject, really. They can be quite important to some people. Yeah, that's probably why, you, you know, we're always taught don't talk about religion or politics at the table. It might be tricky if you are with someone who is very religious and think it's important to go to church every Sunday, whereas if you're an atheist, then that's going to be tricky. And likewise, if you are someone who is religious and wants someone religious in your life, then it's not going to work if you're with someone who doesn't believe the same things you do sometimes. Maybe you can make it work, but it does mean a lot of compromise. Yeah, and I think that's the thing, isn't it? You've got to decide what is okay to compromise on and what you won't compromise on. What values will you not compromise on? And like I said, that can be a bit of a deal breaker. I mean, another one is politics and people have different values in their politics. But I feel like that's something which hopefully you could compromise. You could sort of come to an agreement over, okay, let's either not talk about it (laughs) because it doesn't work so well. I don't talk to my father about politics at all because we have such different views. I can't actually have a conversation with him about it. I find it really frustrating. And I'd probably frustrate someone who is really into politics because I'm not really interested in it at all. (laughs) (laughs) Don't talk about it. What about things like if someone's really healthy, into a really healthy lifestyle, so eating very clean and lots of exercise, probably won't suit someone who, you know, likes smackers every night. Oh, well, someone who just doesn't feel that they need to be healthy. It's not their – they don't value it. Mm. So then there's a discrepancy, then there's – an opportunity for a conversation. It's an interesting position to be in and you might be there yourself and be looking at your partner going, wow, that person's really fit like I do. And (laughs) I look at Beck and I'm like, my goodness, she's so fit. I need to get out and move some more. So in a sense, actually what happens is you actually motivate me (laughs) to get off my ass and go for a walk in the morning because I also want to be healthy. I'm probably not as strict as you though. But you are very healthy. Yeah, and we do value yeah. it. I mean, you do value we, it. It's a value. It. So, yeah, it's important to both of us. And look, I respect that in you because you value it. Thank you. And look, I'm just going to blame it on the COVID kilos. I know what oh. I'm talking about. All the blame <laughs> on COVID. I don't think you got any of it. <laughs> <laughs> but also things like family connections and independence, a difference where 
one person really wants to have their family around them all the time and they want to see their family and connect with them and have them over for dinner and the other person might just want a bit of space and a bit of independence. Might even want to move away. They yeah. might want to, you know, live elsewhere. Yeah, be as far away as possible yeah, from their in-laws. Yeah, that would really tricky to compromise on your values with your family. What's another one you think? What about like uh, one person's really neat and the other is just a slob? Yep. That sounds like my brother and I actually both shared a room for a while and he was such a pig to live with. <laughs> Hi, Troy. <laughs> if you ever listen to this, he's such a slob. <laughs> I love you, but <laughs> I've always been really neat and organised. You seem really neat and organised too. Yeah, we're both similar, I think, in that way, yeah. which helps. But if you're not, if you're always having to clean up after someone or mm. someone doesn't value neatness and just like, oh, whatever, then that could be cause for friction. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And that's such a different value. And, mm. it could, you know, a lot of it has to do with how you were brought up. Yeah. You know, your upbringing, if you might either be really neat because your family was neat or your family might have been really messy and you're really neat in spite of it. Yeah. A lot and of our values can, yeah, hinge on the way we were raised. How about things like, and it's a big one for me, is punctuality. Now, you're super punctual. I am mostly punctual. Mm. Like, you know, I do say five, 10 minutes. And the other night I was like, oh, I'll just go to the shed for five minutes. And half an hour later, I turned up and that wasn't met with joy of expectation. I'd be like, oh, she'd be so happy to see me. No, I was supposed to be out there for five minutes. <laughs> oh, yes, I was late. I can't actually say, you know, it wasn't punctual late. I said one thing, did something else. That didn't go I'm down too well. I'm probably a little, yeah, I'm probably a bit stricter because I think your idea is, oh, if we're five minutes late, it's just five minutes. Whereas I'm kind of always like, that's late. Mm. Yeah, yeah, and I'd like, you, you, like you, to be five minutes early. Yeah, and you don't want to leave other people waiting. You don't no, want to yeah, impose really on other people. About that. Yeah, mm. yeah, slightly obsessive. <laughs> Manners. <laughs> but there are some Polite. people, and I've been out with people who are just consistently late. Like, oh, it just the, gets a bit rude, doesn't it? It's really rude. Go to the movies, and you know they're turning up 10, 15 minutes. They're turning up as the movie started, and I'm just like, what? How have you not factored that in? And, and actually, it's like they don't value my time, and they don't value the the agreement that was made. I actually had this problem in my first relationship because. I hate being late and he was always like notoriously late. He would always be, you know, that 10 minutes late or so and not really think too much of it, whereas I was always like, that's late, that, you know, what five you, minutes early is on time. What did you do about it? Well, I brought it up many a times, but it was something he knew he had to work on. He actually knew that, but he found it so hard to ever be on time. Yeah, I had the same with my ex-partner as well and drove me crazy. I was always looking at my watch going like, what is going on? Why am I sitting here waiting again? And I think there is a conversation that needs to happen and definitely people have to meet halfway. It doesn't mean that you have to be super punctual all the time just because one person wants it. It can't go either extreme and there's got to be a conversation. Okay, what do you think is late? What do I think is late? Maybe it means that one person has to be a little bit more onto it and set alarms or things yeah. like that. and I've been taught that it's just good manners not to keep people waiting. Mm. And manners so, are a value as well, yeah, aren't they? Yeah. How about things like adventure and excitement? And you have some people who really thrive on adventure in their lives and keeping things exciting. And then you have other people who just like to be a little bit more content and a little bit more... Homebodies. Homebodies. Well, they might need to be a little bit more cautious. Mm. They're not someone who wants to go and bungee jump off something or, mm. you know, go and do adventurous things, go bushwalking or travel 
overseas, they might like to just be content at home. Yeah, that would be a tricky one to compromise if travel is important to you. And you'd hope in the initial stages of that relationship that those two things would come up. Yeah, you've worked that out. What about something like a commitment? Oh, yeah, someone who wants to, really wants commitment and the other one who can't. Mm. That's a bit of a make or break, isn't it? That is, yeah. Like that's one of those ones that I think what happens is people say, oh, yeah, 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 I'll commit, I'll commit, I'll commit. In the back of their head, they're like, no, I'm not going to do that. Mm. And then it sort of drags on and on and on and Mm. people don't actually really step into it. I think that's a good point too. You need to know when to walk away because if it means that you're compromising some really important values, fundamental values, you shouldn't be compromising them because you're compromising yourself. Because they're your beliefs. To please someone else, you're never going to be happy with that. I think that's a really important point. You're never going to be happy. Yeah, you might put up with it for a while and you might be like, oh, we'll work it out and everything will be fine. But at the heart of it, it's going to make you unhappy and you're going to resent that person or you're going to... Not respect yourself because you've given in to something that you value highly. Yeah, it will create... It creates problems, it creates tension, it creates arguments and disagreements. And it'll come up in the relationship. They're perpetual problems, aren't Mm, they? Yeah. You know, they're not solvable. And that is probably a really good reason to separate. Yeah, I think that's a really important point that you mentioned earlier that you'd hope that maybe you've discussed some of these really early on in the relationship. What are your values? That's a great question when you're dating. It really is. And rather than having sort of faffy questions about, you know, what's your favourite food? What's your favourite movie? And where, you know, where do you like to go out at night time? They're great at the start of a relationship, but you're ready to make a deeper commitment. You should both be ready to have a deeper conversation. And if you have that conversation at the beginning and you're talking, you're like, wow, we actually don't have the same values. No matter what, even if there's sexual chemistry, no matter what else is going on, that's going to get in the way, isn't it? 100%. It actually makes me think about the book Eight Dates by John Gottman. I think it's a really important book to get hold of when you're in the infancy of your relationship at the very start. Yeah, we'll leave a link in the show notes. There's questions in the dates that are so in-depth about values and commitment. Yeah, and, and that's a really important thing to think great about. Great conversations to really get to know your partner on a deeper level and just to see whether they are your person. Because if you find your person, if you can ask these questions and you can find, yes, there's differences, but these are differences that are solvable or can be overcome and there are no perpetual problems there are no values which are non-negotiable so those dates those early conversations really help set up a relationship for success yep i really recommend checking that book out and doing those dates and having those deeper conversations before you're in too deep and you're like oh my god i'm with this person we don't share any of the same values. Yeah, and we're always disagreeing. <laughs> we're always disagreeing. We can't actually meet each other on different levels. A lot of the podcasts in this season of ways we are different are all about asking those questions. What is different about us? Are those differences okay or are they not okay? And then once we know that, then we can make a decision what we want to do. Because I think we all want to be happy. Feel that because we haven't been taught how to have these conversations, how to have relationships, a lot of us end up in relationships which just don't suit us. I've been in way too many relationships where I was just in there going, oh, okay, I guess this is nice and we like each other and but it wasn't anything. And I tried that at one point too where I had very definite values, but I kind of was like, oh, maybe I could compromise on that one. But it doesn't really work. No, at the end of the day, you have the day. You, you well, really somebody's w- got to change. They might want to change for you. 
or you've got to change for them and that doesn't quite work either. Yeah, and there is things that we can change and things we can't change and then makes it much easier if we've had a conversation. So that pretty much wraps it up and we'll see you next time. Yeah, thanks for listening to Ways We Are Different. Talk to you soon. Thanks for listening. Please subscribe and follow us. And check out our website at rekindlingrelationships.com. Bye for now. See ya. See ya.